0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Life of Louis podcast. As always, I'm your host, Louis Ramos. You can follow me on Instagram at Louis underscore freaking underscore Ramos and on Twitter at the Louis podcast. And I hope everyone had a good week, had a great week. Um, 2020 is ending. 2021 is coming right around the corner. So, hopefully, it's a better year than this year. I, I don't, I mean, things could get worse, but hopefully, things get better. And that's what you have to have a good outlook for. Um, today's episode, I guess, will just be a recap of things that were big in 2020 and what to look forward to in 2021. You know, a lot of people, we lost a lot of people. In 2020, celebrities and, you know, personal people that we know, family members and friends and stuff like that, unfortunately. Um, it's just been one of them years and it's just tough because it gives you something to look for. It's that that old saying, you have nowhere to go but up. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's hard when you can't control the situation yourself. Mainly having to do a lot with, you know, people not having jobs and stuff being shut down. It's really hard. Like, you can't escape it. And, you know, what can you do? Can't really go anywhere because there's restrictions. And even if you do, you have to come back and deal with the restrictions. You got to hope that your job is still running so you can make money. 2020 has just been... I'm not going to say for me it's been completely horrible. It has had its moments that were really bad. But it it wasn't the worst year of my life, I don't think. It's been rough. But I know for a lot of other people, and understandably, it definitely has been probably the worst year of their lives. I think for the general population, it's been the worst year of some people's lives. and um, And I have to understand that. We've seen, like I said, we've seen a lot of people go early in the year, Kobe, Chadwick, a lot of, the, a lot of folks just, you know, got called home, maybe even before their time. Um, we've seen an election that, I mean, I think blew up, if, if it's fair to say, to the point where, you know, people were ready to start a civil war. You know, figuratively speaking, though, you know, people are smart enough not to fall into that trap. But (laughs) seemingly, wow, during the election, it was really bad. I thought people were really gonna, you know, split. You were either red or blue. There was no in between. (laughs) It's crazy because, you know, a lot of these people, (laughs) a lot of these people, including myself, I'm not a political person at all. You know, I can't sit here and tell you the ins and outs and Legislation and the three branches of government off the top of my head, but a lot of people became political experts. They didn't even graduate high school. It's crazy. It's crazy. And of course, most of the source of information was internet posting memes, but you know, that's, that's the age we're living in. I always encourage everyone to research everything themselves. Um, 'Cause it's hard. It's a hard it's it's hard when you have so much you have unlimited information. The age of unlimited information also includes the age of false information that just slips through the cracks. And it's crazy. But we dealt with that. We dealt with COVID in our lifetime, something that we've never seen before. A pandemic of this proportion that we've never seen. And um We'll make it through. Our grandparents had to do it or our great-grandparents had to go through it, depending on your age range. We'll make it through. People survived the Spanish flu with less technology and less resources. They survived. It's an adjustment. You gotta wear a mask. I know a lot of people don't like to wear a mask. You know, for people who are out of work, I, I, I sympathize with you, I understand. And people who are restricted to traveling and have family in in other parts of the world or or state, I sympathize with you as well. But, you know, the debate on following the restrictions or is it a hoax shouldn't even be debatable. But of course, people have their opinion and, you know, that's them. But um, we have to deal with that. We're going into 2021 dealing with it and hopefully it gets better. You know, hopefully people start taking it more serious or the the virus just eventually dies down and goes away. You know, again, our parents and great-grandparents suffered this. You guys have to realize, I know, for our lifetimes, it's horrible. It's horrible. But we'll make it through. Look at your grandparents. Look at your great-grandparents. In some cases, if you're even younger, your great-great-grandparents that have been through the Spanish flu. They've been through the depression, segregation, World War I, World War II. They've been through it. They survived. They they survived long enough to make sure that you're here. You know. So you're gonna survive this, and you're gonna be telling your your grandkids this this story in a couple, you know, a couple of decades. Trust me. And we've seen, what else did we see? boil over again issues with the police and race issues. I know I, I st- uh covered a lot of um race topics on um on my podcast. But um it's 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 a touchy subject, but it's not it shouldn't be a touchy subject. We do know throughout history <laughs> people who are tend to come from a certain part of the world or tend to be darker-skinned people, are treated worse than lighter-skinned people or fair-skinned people. It's just a reality. People could say, oh, stop the complaining. The police are just doing their job. We witnessed the police abuse their power and people still defend them. We've witnessed it with our own two eyes. Now, I can make a whole podcast on the ridiculousness of race when it comes down to um, reality. But the political and social standard of race makes sense when you watch people who are of African descent or who are of darker skin complexion be mistreated consistently. And I say this and I'm not darker skin. I'm, I'm fair skinned. I'm half breed. You know. So I'm, I'm not saying this with, you know, being biased or saying this to take it with a grain of salt. We have to kind of realize, especially in, in a country like America, that people are being mistreated because of the way they look or because of the region of the world they're from. And as we're in the 21st century and we're still doing this, we're still making the same mistakes that a lot of people's ancestors made way back when. And then say, oh, but why are they complaining? Why does this, why is that? Why are you not realizing it's a problem? Why are you not helping your fellow citizens that are black, brown, African, uh, West Indian, uh, Mexican? Why are you not helping them? Why are you not joining their fight? Because it threatens your livelihood? Half of the people who are against it are are probably some of the poorest people in America. So why are you against it? But like I said, history does repeat itself with these situations. I'm still shocked. In the 21st century, people are fighting about. People are arguing whether racism exists. It does. And people are fighting about race to a point where you have information, where you could literally take a swab of your saliva and find out where you're from in the world and still won't do it and still will sit there and make other people seem inferior so their ego could feel superior. It's ridiculous to me. But that was a big topic in 2020. I'm not gonna cover everything today, guys. Like I said, there was a lot of people who passed away, a lot. Again, both, you know, celebrity-wise and both personally, you know, we all know somebody or all experienced something with having to do with a tragedy this year. And um, I'm not really, I don't really want to touch on that too much, because you know, it it is something that is still an ongoing thing for a lot of people, and it's unfortunate. The holidays came and went. This year went by relatively fast. It was a miserable year for a lot of people. It went by relatively fast. But what was the big topic during the holidays? Nobody could get their hands on a PlayStation 5 or the new Xbox. That, to me, was crazy. <laughs> and, I, you know, we could blame the real te- re- realtors and the people buying it. But the reality is PlayStation and Xbox didn't make enough or they held back on the ones they did make. You know. And that's just it. I, I personally am not in a rush to get these next generation consoles, systems, whatever they're called. And I honestly think people who have PCs are better off. Anyway, it's a smart investment to do a, a gaming PC and enjoy that. But I understand people are loyal to brands like Xbox and, and PlayStation, Microsoft and PlayStation. So I, I I get it. I do get it. Um, but that's been a big, that's been a big thing ever since, what, October? It's crazy. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be hard to get one of those things right away and probably for the best, you know, people who got it. I hope you guys enjoy it and you guys can give us great feedback. And the people who didn't get it, just, you know, wait it out and weigh out your options. Maybe it's not worth it right now. You know, I know you see a lot of people sitting at home or working from home and probably bored out of their minds. There's a lot of great old games that you could get on the PlayStation and and the older Xboxes still, you know. So I say definitely look into that. It's crazy. We went from fighting over toilet paper to not even having (laughs) Xboxes. It's insane. Insane year 2020 has been. 2020 sports-wise has been adaptable but pretty good. I mean, before the pandemic really hit, we saw the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Then we've seen the Lakers win, after the pandemic, the Lakers win the NBA championship. Um, LA Dodgers win the World Series. So sports sports, stayed very relevant. If you guys watch soccer, I'm a big soccer fan. You've seen Liverpool finally close out their season and become the Premier League champions. This is all after the pandemic hit, which is pretty amazing that they were able to keep things running so smooth, and that's how you guys got it. Everybody, I think, should look at it. It's possible to adapt to this for now. It's not something that's going to last forever. But it's possible to adapt to it, you know. So that's, that's, that's the good outlook. It's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be adjustments that need to be made. But it's adaptable. Humans could do the human's greatest power, and we don't realize it, Superpowers that people were supposed to get December 21st, you already have it. Humans' greatest ability is to adapt. They could adapt to almost anything. No other creature could adapt the same way a human being could adapt. And I don't think I think a lot of us take that for granted. You know, we lose a lot of our I, I guess we call it primal instinct. I don't want to call it that, but I guess we do call it that because we are such a quote-unquote civilized society that a lot of stuff that we do have that nature has given us becomes dormant because we don't use it. Uh, I recently heard Customado, famous trainer, the guy who trained Mike Tyson, Floyd Patterson, the great Jose Torres, um, and worked with Teddy Atlas, a great trainer talk about fear and how fear is a natural instinct. Nature's giving you fear in order to access certain uh, I hope I'm using the word right. Access certain situations realize what's right or what's wrong with that situation. If you're feeling fear, is natural. and in, That feeling of fear could give you a rush t- to make you do something great. The same way like a, a, a gazelle or a deer would run away from a lion or a predator, be out of the fear and they could jump really high. Humans have that ability, but they have to learn how to manifest it. So it's the same thing as the same way you have to learn how to manifest fears, how to manifest your fear and turn it into a positive. It's the same way you have to realize your ability to adapt is there. It's there. Your ancestors were able to adapt from a hot climate to a cold climate. You were able to adapt to being outdoors and in a clan-like situation, to being independent and living indoors. You're adaptable. COVID is not going to beat you as a society. You know, nobody can. Your ability as a human being is greater than what's plaguing you at the moment or what's plaguing society at the moment. Take that into 2021 and believe that, because it's, it's there, you know. One thing I did see this year that it was a positive, I can say, is a lot of people realizing the importance of mental health. And I think a lot of people with being off of work or being laid off, or temporarily laid off, and being home or working from home realized the stress, uh, the grind of work takes a toll physically and mentally, and most importantly, in some cases, mentally. You know, you're you're out here trying to trying to keep up with the Joneses. It's it's not easy, and it takes its toll. And I think a lot of people started to realize the importance of mental health in 2020. Normally, people who wouldn't started realizing it. Of course, people were realizing it before, but More so you see people who never would reach out for help start reaching out for help, especially when it comes to mental or emotional health, which is very cool, and it's awesome. I think it's very awesome that we're seeing people do that. Mm. Um, We've seen also... What else have we seen in 2020? There's so much stuff. So much stuff to recap. Oh, God. So much. But, I mean, I guess we could look... So what we could look forward to in 2021 is, you know, beating beating the pandemic. Everybody going back to work and making a livable wage, not going back to work and earning minimum wage and having somebody tell you, well, if you don't like it, get another job. I hate when people say that. I loathe it. People are very critical when they're not in the situation that a lot of other people are in. And I'm I'm very guilty of it myself, possibly. But the idea of telling people get another job because they're not making the money they should make. Minimum wage is supposed to be a livable wage. People don't realize that. You'll have all these conservatives and all these people, oh, well, these minimum wage jobs ain't supposed to be a career. It's survival. Some people are not going to get a career. Is the reality. There's too many people. It's too much competition. Some people need a livable wage. In New York, it's $15 minimum wage. And that doesn't cover even rent because New York is so expensive. Other states, I can only imagine. Minimum wage is supposed to be a livable wage. We talk where we're um, a democracy, the United States... But it's based on capitalism, which it needs to be based on 110 percent. But there's no way you could tell me that people earning more money is socialist or communist. Everyone has a right to have a livable wage. To go to work and be able to take care of their bills, rent and food. That's a livable wage. Not get three jobs just to get by. It is ridiculous. And people will sit there and say, oh, well, if they don't like it. Go to school, go to this, this, and end up in debt, getting a $15 an hour job after you get out of school and stay stuck. That's one thing I hope people do leave this this warped sense of reality that they have, that they're too loyal to a political party or too loyal to a celebrity or too loyal to some stupid, outdated ideology that. If you don't want to work to get it, you don't deserve it. People are working hard, people have three jobs, you know, they're leaving their kids at home to be raised basically on their own just to make sure they have a roof and food to provide for them. And you have some numb nuts come and say something different, and like, oh, well, you know, if you don't like it, get another job or go back to school, or the, and it's usually the people who are in the same predicament that do that. I noticed this. If you look at when, when wage increase happened in New York City, when minimum wage was like $10, $11 an hour, people who were making $15 didn't want those people to make $15 with them. Which is ridiculous to me. Why are you so concerned with what's in another man or woman's pocket? Well, I had to go to... Training to get this $15 an hour. That's you. Congratulations. You know what? That means your job should be paying you more money. That other jobs increase their thing. I don't want to hear the the, the process that you had to go through to make the money you made. It has to be a livable wage. 2021 should be that year that people start realizing that. Minimum wage should be a livable wage. A minimal. wage. Livable wage. No, you shouldn't be traveling the world on minimum wage. but You should be able to pay your rent, pay your bills, and buy food with it. So that's something to look forward to in 2021. Beating this pandemic. People stop minding other people's business and supporting them to make a better life. With their struggles, whether it be a social... Struggle, whether it be a financial struggle, you know, you gotta start supporting each other. Our guys preach, "With the United States, we stick together." But when it comes time to sticking together, it doesn't happen. It becomes a very opposed political mumbo jumbo. <laughs> I don't know what else to look forward to in 2021. There's a lot of stuff, guys. I do hope you guys stay, um, stay safe. I hope you guys continue to do what you're doing. For those who are struggling, it's gonna get better. Stay in a positive mindset. That's the most important. I know it's hard to say when bills are piling up and people are, you know, in danger of losing stuff. Stay positive. This will pass. You know, unfortunately, things are just happening. Everything just hit at once this year. It was like, you know, (laughs) you got to pay it back, but you got to pay back everything. 2020 was like the IRS. (laughs) When they bring the repo man to come uh, repossess all their stuff. Jesus. But um, it's going to be a better year, hopefully, guys, in the long run in 2021. Um. I hope you guys enjoy this recap. It wasn't a full-blown recap of what, like I said, I wasn't going through the months of everything happening because then we would have to, then I would have to stop and talk about the Tiger King phenomenon that happened right before the summer came and so much stuff. But uh, I hope you guys all do take care of yourselves and have a better year than we had this year. Definitely have a happy new Year's. Be safe and just take care of yourselves. I hope you guys beat COVID, get all your jobs back in 2021, make a whole bunch of money, get your PlayStation 5s and Xboxes and and just live life and be happy in 2021. I think we experienced a really, it wasn't the worst in human history, but we experienced a lot of hardships this year that we weren't used to. And um, hopefully that changes in 2021. And your luck doubles. We had a shitty year this year, and I hope your luck doubles in 2021. Everyone take care of themselves. Thank you guys for listening, for those who do listen. Um, and I should be back after New Year's. I should be back after New Year's, miserable, because I'm switching up my diet and hopefully could stick to it. Uh, so, And I'll have something to really talk about next time, other than just doing a quick recap of... You know, 2021, um, started my podcast in of 2020, started my podcast in 2020, started it off with uh, conspiracy theories about shows. I think the best one I did was the Saved by the Bell, Jeff, Fish, uh, Jeff, was it Jeff Hunter or Jeff Fisher, Jeff from Save by the Bell uh, and Kelly, and then the reboot came out, which is awesome. I also did the connection between Rambo and Rocky, which did okay numbers. Know. You know, my podcast started off really hot, and then it died down with steam, which is cool. Just you know, it'll take its time to re- regain that steam, but definitely I hope you guys enjoyed it. And it went from being the Conspir- Reach conspiracy theorist podcast to the life of Louis podcast that talked about real situations as time went on. And, again, I thank everyone for listening. Um, Be safe. Have a great New Year's. Hopefully 2021 will be a better year than 2020 was. Um, As always, check out the Six Degrees of Ebb's podcast. It's switching up gears on us. The first season was about the office. It's going to switch up to more serious, you know, talk about music and culture and stuff like that. It's going to be dope. Um, Yeah, hopefully everyone has a better year. Rest in peace, Angie. And as always, I'm your host, Luis Ramos. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great New Year. So what did you think of the Life with Louie podcast? I love it, I love it, I love it. Thank you, Lord. He closes the show like the champion he is.